0: Water cooler discussions, freewheeling conversations, informal chats. You know these play a great role in a company to build culture, open up communications and facilitate an exchange of ideas. These are best when they are organic and natural, yet they are too important to be left to chance, especially in a hybrid setup where such occasions are increasingly vanishing. CTQ helps companies set up a curiosity calendar with the purpose of adding a deliberate quality to such chance interactions. How do they do it? And how does a curiosity calendar work? We find out in this conversation with CTQ co-founder B.V. Harish Kumar.
1: This is the CTQ Smartcast, where we have conversations about up-leveling, deliberate practice, and getting future relevant.
0: Hi, Harish. Welcome to the Smartcast. Hi, Sanasi. So first up, could you... Elaborate what is a curiosity calendar and if I'm a leader in a company, how would this help my company or our employees.
1: So uh, a curiosity calendar is a calendar of events or activities aimed at getting the employees of a team more curious. uh, Discover their knowledge blind spots. So these events also help in you know what we call as orchestrated serendipity. Uh, to trigger conversations and ideas this has become even more important in these days of distributed work uh, as you know the so called water cooler conversations and you know chance encounters uh, that used to enable this kind of serendipity they are not you know there uh, anymore uh, in, in these uh, days of uh, remote work it's become very um, uh, you know business uh, oriented very specific right Uh, So these cross-team interactions are not happening, which would have otherwise happened, like they say at the water cooler or people walking in the corridor or or things like that. And uh, this is not something which can be sort of mandated by the organization that let's have four to 5 p.m. on Fridays for cross-team interactions. It is not going to work like that. So what we need to do is we need to create some triggers and platforms that are welcoming, that are inviting uh, uh, for these employees from different functions, teams, seniority levels as well. So the themes of these events have to be designed very carefully. They have to cut across, uh, should be adjacent to work, but not exactly work-related. So these events could be around reading, book summaries, reflection, uh, quizzes, learning games, activities, some kind of unconventional training sessions these will, you know, fall in carefully designed what we call a smart edutainment category, and not these out-and-out fun activities like your escape rooms and you know dumb kind of. Thing.
0: Right. So just to elaborate, this is not one of those uh, employee engagement activities that are run by HR companies, which are purely for fun. These are meant. Uh, these are very deliberate, and they have certain objectives that you want to achieve.
1: Yeah, I I think that's what separates the uh, HR-led fun activities from what we are talking about here. It it, it is the objectives that you uh, have in mind. It's very deliberate. It boils down to what the objectives of these events are. Some of the objectives that we've designed for are as as lofty as innovation, uh, non-linear growth, intellectual stimulation, uh, cross-team collaboration, Mm -hmm. learning, So these are usually strategic objectives where companies are looking at influencing mindsets over the longer term. Uh, Another aspect to consider is that these events, you know, have to deliver value to the participants first, right? When the participants grow, when they stay future relevant, the organization grows and stays future relevant. So that's something which is extremely important. Employees these days, you know, cannot be sort of into participating in events, how it used to happen in in the good old days of the office. Uh, So they choose to join where they see value for themselves. So that's very important in terms of keeping your objectives in
0: mind. That's that's really interesting. Uh, Can you give a couple of examples of things that CTQ implemented in companies in their calendar to meet such objectives?
1: Yeah, let's, let's go with one of the most interesting ones that we've uh, done and you know, it seems like it's it's going through multiple hoops. Uh, so the problem statement started with the MD of this company wanting to hire uh, senior architects uh, you know, for, for his uh, company, so the, the premise was that the best people uh, are you know never really looking out for a job because their employers will do whatever is in their capacity to keep them happy and you know they're uh, not out in the job market. So what we wanted to do was have some sort of a conversation between these sort of great people the company wanted to hire and their current employees so that these potential candidates will organically get to know of the interesting work this company does. So that when the right opportunity comes up, these candidates already have a positive image about the company. So this is, you know, so if you see this, it's almost like playing a game of chess, right? We are, you know, planning four to five moves uh, ahead. So now these employees need to have conversations with these smart people. Where are these, uh, you know, smart people found? They are found on platforms like Twitter and LinkedIn. So these employees need to embrace these networks and learn how to use them for their professional growth. So we designed a program where we helped demystify these, you know, these platforms uh, for them and they learned how to use them. Um, you know, recog- we also helped recognize the employees who are doing it well, which included both material grat- gratification and uh, recognizing their posts in these weekly you know, email digest. And also we conducted these quarterly sessions for you know, new joinees and a refresher course for you know, the, the ones who had already done this so this is what we called as social katta katta being a very you know puneri maharashtrian term for people just coming together so this was me- meant to be for uh, you know doing the same katta but on platforms like twitter and linkedin
0: that's that's cool and uh, tell me something this is a question that a lot of employees employers might think that is it such a good idea to help your employees be good at social media channels like LinkedIn or to, uh, you know, to get this personal growth? Because aren't they more likely to leave and go?
1: This this reminds me of this joke, uh, you know, where uh, there's a conversation between the CEO and the L D head or the HR uh, head. And uh, the CEO says, you know, you're asking me to spend so much on, uh, you know, training these people and learning for these uh, employees what if uh, you know they're going to leave the company so the LED head just says what if they don't right so then you are stuck with them so you don't really want to be in that uh, situation so when the company is being thoughtful and doing something uh, that is helping employees grow it has been seen that they actually have a much stronger sense of uh, you know belonging Uh, For example, another event that uh, we do is is called Curiosity Cafe, which is usually one hour long. So for 45 minutes, we do something like presenting a book summary, a quiz that piques the curiosity of the participants. Sometimes they'll watch a video or read an article and we'll bring some reflection prompts and and they will uh, discuss uh, among themselves. And in the remaining 15 minutes, we actually interview one of the participants and it's like putting the spotlight on... You know, people whose behavior you want to encourage. Uh, so people who are more curious, people who are, you know, doing stuff on so- social media, bringing in new ideas. So we'll ask them sort of, you know, try to pick their brains on what do they do uh, what uh, habits that they follow, what routines that they follow, what will they recommend to their uh, teammates. So this is a great way of, again, recognizing these employees. And you know, everyone loves that positive stroke of, of recognition and being acknowledged for the right kind of uh, behaviors. Right? So this helps everyone uh, know more about this person. So what helps uh, is you know, in, in these events, uh, they help in connecting with your peers and colleagues And these connections are based on shared interests. And thus, these connections are much stronger. These become even more important. These kind of events become even more important now when companies are in this hybrid or remote or distributed uh, mode where there isn't enough opportunities for people to know about the human side of your colleagues and peers.
0: And this is interesting because you have observed that this actually helps companies retain good employees is is the observation that you have made. But do you think all companies can implement something like this in their ranks, irrespective of their size? Sometimes your employees are, uh, you know, across different fields, maybe, or uh, they are across different experiences and seniority levels. Do you think this can be customized for every company out there?
1: Yes, uh, the answer to that question is a very definite yes. Uh, It boils down to how deliberate you are about planning uh, these events. Um, You know, one thing that we have noticed a lot these days is this distinction between asynchronous and synchronous. So when you're designing some kind of an event, what part of that engagement can be done asynchronously? Uh, Because you mentioned the, the size of the organization. So for some of these things, you may not have 50 people come together in a video call and, you know, have an opportunity to speak uh, together in the same call, uh, which is where having these asynchronous channels of communication, like you have your MS Teams and, you know, Asana or uh, WhatsApp uh, as well, right? These are great channels for doing a lot of these, uh, you know, interactions and engagement offline, which can be done in an asynchronous manner. And uh, people come together for very specific, you know, parts of that uh, event, which cannot be done uh, in an asynchronous manner. That's where they come together. And these days we are seeing people uh, have so many different things to do. I mean, you know, of course we are in Pune. So this is an example that uh, I I always like quoting. Uh, You know, a lot of uh, people in Pune have also now got back to their old one to 4 p.m. sleeping routine. Right. So how can an employee engagement activity be more important than your afternoon siesta? No. So people are not going to join those activities. So you need to know which activities should, you, should be scheduled at what time and what part of it needs to be synchronous. Right. Um, which, which helps in understanding being more deliberate about what objectives you have for different events and how you are uh, you know, going about planning those uh, events and designing those uh, events. So yes, uh, irrespective of the team size, uh, you can design these uh, events. And you also mentioned the seniority level. In fact, this is a great opportunity for someone like the, the leaders or the CEO to be at the same level as you know the, the fresher in, in the team. They see that they are as uh, you know, open for learning, as vulnerable in, in some situations uh, as, as they are. And that helps in forming, uh, you know, a, a great bond. So, you know, my, my uh, one line recommendation to companies is, yes, uh, if you have to have a curiosity calendar of your own, uh, if you're able to do it on your own, great. Uh, if not, you want some help, we are always there for you.
0: Thanks a lot, Harish. On that note, I think you have triggered that little seed Uh, inception style for us to plan out the future uh, so that it's 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 growth time for not just your employees but as a company as a whole. thanks a lot and we will talk to you again soon thank you